0: down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. ready to get 30, 30, bet you get 30, bet you get 20, 20, 20, bet you get 20, 20 bet you get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com switch $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full turns at mintmobile.com.
1: Coffee Break French Travel Diaries Season 2, Episode 5. Bonjour à tous et bienvenue à Coffee Break French. Moi, comme d'habitude, c'est Marc. Et moi, comme d'habitude, bah, c'est Pierre-Benoît. Nous sommes très contents d'être ici encore une fois pour encore un épisode de Coffee Break French. Cette fois-ci, euh, nous sommes, enfin, on est en train de voyager avec nos amis Charlotte, Lucas et Théo, n'est-ce pas Ouais, Oui, très bien. Et puis, je crois que nous allons à, à Caen. Nous allons à Caen aujourd'hui. That's right. we're going to Caen. C we've got to watch the spelling of that particular place name. And we're travelling along the, the, the route with them as they, as they adventure through uh, various parts of France and discover lots of things about the history of the place, about the architecture of the place, about the art of the place and so on. So today, as Pierre Benoit said, we're heading to Caen. We're going to listen to the text as ever and then we'll talk about the language in there.
2: Alors, où c'est Caen, mais Caen Quand est-ce qu'ils vont à Caen
1: <rire> Aujourd'hui.
2: <rire> ah d'accord. Alors c'est le matin, tu penses ou... Non, dès le matin, alors c'est ça oh, Je pense, oui. <rire>
1: On va y aller. <rire> quand tu seras prêt <rire> C'est parti
3: une journée pleine d'émotions. Devenue à présent un symbole de paix, les plages de Normandie accueillent chaque année des millions de visiteurs, dont certains sont les enfants et petits-enfants d'anciens combattants. Nous sommes donc partis à 9h vers les plages du débarquement. On a fait une réservation il y a plusieurs semaines pour faire une visite guidée des plages dans une Jeep restaurée des années 40. De cette manière, on a pu voir plus de choses que ce qui aurait été possible à pied. Notre guide, Alexandra, était très sympa et cultivée. Quand on s'est rendu compte qu'elle avait une longue pause à midi, on l'a invitée à manger avec nous dans un café qui sert uniquement des produits locaux. Après avoir dit au revoir à Alexandra, on s'est mis en route vers Aromange-les-Bains pour une balade digestive sur le sable. À 16h, on est allé à un cinéma circulaire pour voir un film immersif. On a été plongé au cœur de la bataille grâce à des images d'archives projetées tout autour de nous. Je ne vais pas mentir, j'ai versé quelques larmes dès le début de la projection. Je suis très heureuse d'avoir consacré une journée à me souvenir de ce moment clé de l'histoire. Nous voilà rentrés, bouche bée à Caen. Je crois qu'on va passer une soirée assez calme afin de penser à tout ce que l'on a vu aujourd'hui.
1: So our friends have had quite a, an emotional day, une journée pleine as they visited the, the site of the, the D-Day landings and, and so on. Let's have a chat about this. We will read each sentence as ever and talk about the language there. So pierre Benoit, would you like to take this away? Bien sûr. Quelle journée pleine d'émotions. So as we said, what a day full of emotions. Pleine, because it's une journée. The masculine form is plein, but here, pleine d'émotions. Quelle journée pleine d'émotions.
2: Devenue à présent un symbole de paix, Les plages de Normandie accueillent chaque année des millions de visiteurs, dont certains sont les enfants et, et petits-enfants
1: d'anciens combattants. Okay, so this is quite a long sentence and it includes some well, one tricky word in particular, don. We'll come back to the don, but devenu à présent un symbole de paix. So having become at present a symbol of peace, now a symbol of peace. Les plages de Normandie, the beaches of Normandy accueillent chaque année des millions de visiteurs, so they welcome every year millions of visitors dont certains sont les enfants et petits enfants d'anciens combattants, so dont there is of which certains some of them sont les enfants or the children et les petits enfants and the grandchildren. D'anciens combattants, of veterans, or literally former soldiers, d'anciens combattants. Mm-hmm, très bien. And
2: uh, I really like the word accueil Okay, it's not I like it, but I think it's such a, a tricky word to say, Mark. So, um, spend some time
1: on that. You know, accueillir.
2: It's not. It's, it's tricky.
1: The infinitive is accueillir. So let, let's conjugate this. J'accueille. I welcome.
2: Mm-hmm, with an -e at the end. Tu accueilles.
1: Yes at the end, so you welcome. Il accueille,
2: or elle accueille. So he or she welcomes. With just an E at the end. Absolutely.
1: Nous accueillons. So here, a very slight difference there in the E the, and uh, Accueillons. Nous accueillons. We welcome. Vous accueillez. You welcome, plural or formal.
2: Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, we've just seen there... Um, Ils accueillent, or elles accueillent,
1: it's female. So they welcome, accueillent. Les plages de Normandie accueillent chaque année des millions de visiteurs. Let's just talk a little about don as well, because here we've got, we've established that there's millions of visitors, and don comes next, so it's of which... Yeah, referring to visitors, obviously. Mm-hmm. Of which certains, some, sont les enfants, are the, gra- the children and the grandchildren of veterans. So, can you give us another example of don used in this way, pierre Benoit? J'ai vu des amis euh, dont certains
2: euh, euh, m'ont recontacté récemment.
1: Okay, so I saw some friends. Some of whom, dont certains m'avaient recontacté, had recontacted me, had got back in touch récemment, recently. What about another example?
2: Uh, what about one with things? Have you got one, Mark? Uh,
1: j'ai lu des livres dont certains et des traductions de livres français. Très bien. So uh, I, read, uh, I read some books,
2: okay? Um, and how would you translate the don then there?
1: I would say some of which, because I think we can say some of which or some of whom when we're talking about dons certains. So some of which were translations of books in French. Well done. Super. Let's go on then.
2: Nous sommes donc partis à 9h vers les plages du
1: débarquement. OK, so le débarquement, with a capital D, is the term that's used for the Normandy Landings, for the D-Day Landings. So, nous sommes donc partis à 9h. We left, therefore, at 9 o'clock, vers les plages du débarquement, towards the Normandy Landing beaches.
2: On a fait une réservation, il y a plusieurs semaines, pour faire une visite guidée des plages dans une Jeep restaurée des années 40.
1: So, on a fait une réservation. We made a reservation il y a plusieurs semaines, a few weeks ago, several weeks ago, pour faire une visite guidée, to do a a guided visit des plages, of the beaches, dans une Jeep restaurée des années 40. So, this is a Jeep, a car, that was restored from the 1940s, les années 40. So, une Jeep and it's une Jeep because it's une voiture, so we always use a, fi- a feminine uh, article with, with uh, a make-of-car. Une Jeep, une Mercedes, une, uh, je sais pas quoi, une Volvo, une, <laughs> une Ford, quoi que ce soit.
2: Une Mercedes, une Chrysler, une, une, une Peugeot.
1: <laughs> une Citroën, and so on. So, une Jeep restaurée des années 40, a restored Jeep from the
2: 40s. Yeah, can we go back to the, the expression, il y a plusieurs semaines, and the way you translated it, you know, saying ago, you know, il y a, il y a deux heures, two hours ago, il y a cinq jours, five days ago. It's it's a, it's a good expression to, to practice and get familiar with.
1: Absolutely. Good. Okay, let's continue. And
2: I didn't know something, Mark. You know, in a jeep…
1: Mm-hmm.
2: If it's got a capital, that means you actually um, uh, rented or, you know, you're using a, a, a real jeep, you know, it's a, a, the, the names on it. But if it's a, a four x four that looks like a jeep, but it's a different make, then you could say a in jeep, but it, it can't have the, the capital. Ah,
1: tiens, très intéressant, ok. Bah oui. <laughs> on oh, va va continuer.
2: D'accord, on continue. De cette manière, on a pu voir plus de choses que ce qui aurait été possible à pied.
1: Okay, I'm going to ask you to read that again, Pierre Benoît, and I'd like you to slow down a little at the end because there's a lot going on in there with the, the, the words that all run together normally when you're reading it. So, just this once, read this nice and slowly so that we can hear all of these words.
2: De cette manière, on a pu voir plus de choses que ce qui aurait été possible à pied.
1: Okay, good. So, de cette manière, in this way, in this manner... On a pu voir, we were able to see, plus de choses. the plus is a positive there, so it's more things, as opposed to uh, if it were plus de choses, which could mean no more things. But here it's plus de choses. Que ce qui aurait été possible à pied. So let's look at this literally. So more things than... That which would have been possible on foot. This is pretty tricky. First of all, let's look at the verb. We've got the conditional tense of the auxiliary avoir and the past participle été from être. So would have been. This is a conditional perfect or a past conditional. (laughs)
2: Très bien, je ne peux rien ajouter de plus, parce que c'est parfait, Marc.
1: So, more things than that which we would have been, or that which would have been possible on foot. Or in better English, we saw, or we were able to see, more than what would have been possible to see on foot, or if we were walking. Très bien, très bien.
2: De cette manière, it's interesting, in French, we've got the de before it. In English, do you have to say of, or you can just say this way?
1: You could say this way, you would. You could say in this way, um, but you wouldn't say of this way, I don't think. No, no, um, no.
2: Okay, je continue. Vas-y. Notre guide, Alexandra, était très sympa
1: et cultivé. Okay, so um, we could say here that our guide, Alexandra, was very nice and cultivated, I think we'd be more likely to say cultured. Très bien, très bien, oui. Okay, cultivé here, uh, I don't think
2: you would say cultivated, it's got to be cultured, yeah.
1: Yeah. We could use cultivated if we're talking about a field or something like that. But here we're talking about a person, in which case they're probably likely to be more cultured rather than cultivated.
2: Yeah, I think what, what they're trying to say here is that the, the, the guide is an expert so that mm. they know, or she knows her, her stuff. She knows all the things that's got to be said about the débarquement. Would you accept knowledgeable here for cultivé? Oui, knowledgeable, yeah, especially for, for that specific uh, um, situation there, yeah. Okay, let's go on. Quand on s'est rendu compte qu'elle avait une longue pause à midi, on l'a invitée à manger avec nous dans un café qui sert uniquement des produits locaux. Oh, it's okay. quite a long
1: sentence, isn't it? It is right? yeah. <laughs> So let's look at the first part. Quand on s'est rendu compte, when we realized, so that's se rendre compte in the perfect tense, of course, it's a reflexive verb, therefore we need être as a auxiliary. Quand on s'est rendu compte... Qu'elle avait une longue pause à midi. That she had a long break at lunchtime at noon. On l'a invitée à manger avec nous. So we invited her. So that la there is elle apostrophe e. It's careful. It's important to 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 know exactly how that's written. On l'a elle apostrophe e invitée. Now the la there, or the L apostrophe, is referring to la, meaning she, meaning her. We invited her. Therefore, what happens to the past participle? On l'a invité. We need to agree, Mark. Okay, so we need to add an extra i. And that is because of that preceding direct object, the la. Obviously, it's L apostrophe, but it stands for la, referring to her. So, on l'a invité à manger avec nous. We invited her to eat with us. Dans un café, in a café qui sert uniquement des produits locaux, which serves uniquely local produce, which uh, specialises in local produce.
2: Yeah, uh, a couple of things, Mark, if you don't mind. Uh, midi, midi is very good, okay? Obviously, it's midi is midday, but in this sentence, also refers to a lunch. So qu'est-ce que tu as mangé à midi? It doesn't mean literally it means what did you eat at twelve o'clock, but actually means what did you have for lunch. So it's quite a nice a, a nice expression à midi or, or midi um, um, to use and get familiar.
1: It's also uh, the, the the word is also used to describe the south of France, is it? Le, le Midi.
2: Yeah, it would have it would tend to have a capital then, but being midi being noon, being the hottest part of the day it refers to the to the well the hottest area, uh, uh, the warmest area in France. Très bien. Okay. Um, another thing, Marx, I did say that, 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 that were, oh, there were, there was a couple of things. Yeah. Um, se rendre compte is quite a tricky expression. And um, you can also use a, a, an easier one, which is réaliser, a near verb. Okay. And there's no problem. You could have had here, quand on a réaliser. But it doesn't use uh, être, it uses avoir.
1: Yeah. And traditionally, réaliser was seen as more to realise a goal or something like that in the the sense of making something. But I think the English influence has perhaps meant that réaliser can now be used as to realise. I actually think in previous episodes of Coffee Break French, we've said, don't use réaliser, use se rendre compte. Mm -hmm. But I think usage is changing.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's changing, and I think in spoken French, okay, um, you, people say, "Oh, je réalise que uh, que tu es déjà arrivé." You know, I'm I'm realizing. Okay, je me rends compte. But I think in spoken French, it's, it's easier to say "réaliser" than "se rendre compte." So <laughs> that's why.
1: Okay, we'll take a short break there to to cons- to, to consider our realizations, <laughs> and we'll be back very soon. We wanted to let you know that we have a full online course linked to the Travel Diaries. We offer a set of lesson notes for each episode, providing explanations and additional examples of the grammatical points featured in the text. You can also practice your pronunciation as you read along with the original recording using the video version of the text. These additional materials are available in the Travel Diaries online course, and you can find out everything you need to know at coffeebreakacademy.com. Très bien. OK. Alors, nous allons continuer avec notre texte d'aujourd'hui. Alors, Pierre-Henoy, vas-y.
2: Après avoir dit au revoir à Alexandra, on s'est mis en route vers Aromanche-les-Bains pour une balade digestive sur le sable.
1: OK. Après avoir fait quelque chose. We've seen that many times. After having done something or after doing something. So, after saying goodbye to Alexandra, Alexandra... On s'est mis en route, on s'est mis en route, we could make the liaison there, uh, we set off vers Aromanche-les-Bains, another place name, pour une balade digestive, sorry, digestive, une balade digestive sur le sable. So for a digestive walk on the sand. Of course, a digestive walk would be a walk to help their lunch go down.
2: À 16h, on est allé à un cinéma circulaire pour voir un film immersif.
1: Ok, à 16h, at f- like 1600 hours, at 4pm, on est allé à un cinéma circulaire, we went to a circular cinema, pour voir un film immersif, to see an immersive film. Fairly straightforward. Ouais.
2: On a été plongé au cœur de la bataille, grâce à des images d'archives projetées tout autour de nous.
1: Ok, on a été plongé. Literally, we were plunged. On a été plongé au cœur de la bataille, into the heart of the battle. Grâce à des images d'archives, projetées tout autour de nous. So thanks to, uh, as a result of some images of the archives, so archive images projected, projeté tout autour de nous, all around us. So here we've got these images d'archives, projeté. If you think about the gender of image, and then have a think about projeté, what should we see on the end of projeté?
2: It should be an e, acute, another e, and an S because it's got to be feminine and it's got to be plural, referring to images and it's une image, but here we've got des images.
1: Exactly. So, uh, image is feminine, therefore we need the feminine ending, and of course there are more than one. So, projeter, y'acute ES at the end. Tout autour de nous, all around us.
2: Je ne vais pas mentir. J'ai versé quelques larmes dès le début de la projection.
1: Je ne vais pas mentir. Mentir is the verb to lie. Je ne vais pas mentir. I'm not going to lie. Quite a useful expression. J'ai versé quelques larmes. So, larme, une larme is a tear. In this case, j'ai versé quelques larmes. Literally, I poured some tears. I shed some tears. You can verser un, une bouteille, can you? Oui, verser uh, verse
2: une bouteille. Verser, uh, verser verse de l'eau dans quelque chose. Uh, on, on verse quelque chose d'un récipient uh, dans un autre.
1: Okay, so you pour something from one thing into another, but you also pour your tears from your eyes. So, shed a tear <laughs> oui. in English. J'ai versé quelques larmes dès le début de la projection, uh, as soon as the projection started. So, right from the start of the projection.
2: Yeah. Je ne vais pas mentir. You could have had another expression in French. Je ne vais pas vous cacher. Ah, okay. Okay, so that, that making the choice whether I should tell you or not—you know, hiding it from you or not—so the person is actually telling us, well, it was so emotional that you know, I, I'm not going to lie here, I, 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 I had, a I shed, I
1: shed a few tears. In that case, je ne vais pas vous cacher. We don't need a like a le in there. I'm not going to no, hide it from no, you. No. no. Yeah. Okay. Je ne vais pas vous cacher. Okay, that's new for me. Good. Let's go on.
2: Je suis très heureuse d'avoir consacré une journée à me souvenir de ce moment-clé de l'histoire.
1: So, I'm very happy, je suis très heureuse d'avoir consacré, uh, to have literally consecrated, uh, to have spent a day, devoted, devoted, yeah, that's better, à me souvenir de ce moment-clé de um, l'histoire, to have devoted a day um, at remembering this key moment of history.
2: Yeah, we use consacrer quite, quite a lot, you know, consacrer du temps à quelqu'un, consacrer du temps à faire quelque chose. Um, that's an expression you, you, can, you can easily use in a,
1: um, on a daily basis. Good. And so devote is a, a good translation there of that. Okay, let's finish off. Nous voilà rentrés, bouche bée, à quand? So here we are back home, back at the hotel. Nous voilà rentrés, à quand, in Caen, bouche bée. So this is quite interesting. It means dumbstruck, unable to talk.
2: Yes, yeah, speechless. You know, it's very visual, Mark. You know, la bouche, okay, the mouth. Okay, la bouche b, you can see it. It's like, it's open and you, you can't see me, but, uh, and, and it's like figé. You're kind of stuck there.
1: So there is a verb "be. b. B-E-A-Q-U-E-R is quite a literary verb. It's a, a, a kind of classic verb, as it were. And it means to gape or to be wide open. And as you say, yeah, I can see Pierre Wazi's doing this and his mouth is <laughs> wide open. <laughs> um, but it's kind of like to, to have your mind blown but to do so with an open mouth. <laughs> let's let's call it that. <laughs> OK.
2: Je crois qu'on va passer une soirée assez calme afin de penser à tout ce que l'on a vu aujourd'hui.
1: Ah, this is nice. Afin de faire quelque chose. It's in order to do something. Um, you could replace it with pour. Oui, pour. Afin de pour, pour is, is exactly they're interchangeable. So, je crois qu'on va passer une soirée assez calme. I think we're going to have a, a calm evening. Afin de penser in order to, or so that we can, penser à tout ce que l'on a vu aujourd'hui. Uh, to think about everything that we have seen today. Yeah, going... Going over,
2: yeah. Going over everything
1: they saw, yeah. À mm-hmm. tout ce que l'on a vu. What's the apostrophe doing in there? Eh, it's just to make
2: it sound better. À tout ce que l'on a vu. Okay. Um, it, you could you could actually uh, take it away and it would be à tout ce qu'on a vu, which sounds um, uh, very good as well. Maybe it's a different register of language.
1: Okay. So it's, it's called expletif in French, isn't it? When mm. then it's just there to help the sound. Okay, don't be confused with expletive in English. The the word expletive means that you're, you're you're being vulgar, you're saying rude <laughs> things. <laughs> um, but this is a an expletive L is just there to make it sound better. Okay, let's go back and listen to the whole text again and hopefully this time things will make more sense.
3: Quelle journée pleine d'émotions. Devenu à présent un symbole de paix, les plages de Normandie accueillent chaque année des millions de visiteurs, dont certains sont les enfants et petits-enfants d'anciens combattants. Nous sommes donc partis à 9h vers les plages du débarquement. On a fait une réservation il y a plusieurs semaines pour faire une visite guidée des plages dans une jeep restaurée des années 40. De cette manière, on a pu voir plus de choses que ce qui aurait été possible à pied. Notre guide, Alexandra, était très sympa et cultivée. Quand on s'est rendu compte qu'elle avait une longue pause à midi, on l'a invitée à manger avec nous dans un café qui sert uniquement des produits locaux. Après avoir dit au revoir à Alexandra, on s'est mis en route vers Aromange-les-Bains pour une balade digestive sur le sable. À 16h, on est allé à un cinéma circulaire pour voir un film immersif. On a été plongé au cœur de la bataille grâce à des images d'archives projetées tout autour de nous. Je ne vais pas mentir, j'ai versé quelques larmes dès le début de la projection. Je suis très heureuse d'avoir consacré une journée à me souvenir de ce moment clé de l'histoire. Nous voilà rentrés, bouche bée à Caen. Je crois qu'on va passer une soirée assez calme afin de penser à tout ce que l'on a vu aujourd'hui.
1: Now, if you would like to get more out of this episode and indeed the whole course of the Travel Diaries, then you can head over to the Coffee Break Academy where we offer a course that includes lesson notes. You'll be able to follow the text and read the the explanations and the further examples that we provide. And also a video version where you can practice your pronunciation as you read along with Charlotte. All of that is at coffeebreakacademy.com.
2: And of course, you can always find the Coffee Break French team on social media. So don't forget to check out Coffee Break French on Facebook, where we post regular cultural information and language challenges three times a week. And we're also Learn French on Twitter. And you can find Coffee Break Languages on Instagram.
1: And we will be posting the the, the photos of these different locations that our friends are visiting uh, each week. So you can check that out there on Instagram. Okay, that's it for this episode. We hope you've enjoyed it, and we will be back again soon with next uh, or the next instalment of the series. Merci beaucoup, et à la prochaine. Salut. You have been listening to a Coffee Break Languages production for the Radio Lingua Network. Copyright 2021, Radiolingua Limited. Recording copyright 2021, Radiolingua Limited. All rights reserved.
4: Hold up!